0: P-W-O. P-W-O. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is the WrestleCast. As always, I'm your host, Matt. With me tonight is Brian Alvarez and the front man, D. White. Hello. Hello. And uh, it seems like the appropriate time. Guys,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. we're going to talk about what wrestling is, was, and should be tonight. And a lot of that is going to go with our review of Double or Nothing that just happened last night. So before we even get to matches, what would you guys think?
2: Yeah, it was really exciting to see a full live crowd again. I know if you are a UFC fan, you've been seeing it for a little while. Um, but if you are a pro wrestling fan who's not necessarily a UFC fan, this is the first time you've seen an actual full venue. Um, WrestleMania wasn't even close to full. Um, AEW has been going live with a certain percentage of capacity. Um, but you could just feel the energy and the vibe. Like, this crowd was ready to go they knew what they had to do. And I think some of the matches on the card were improved by, by the atmosphere that the crowd was creating.
3: Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I made all the difference, especially, um, and I can listen to a full crowd of people sing along with Jericho's theme song any day. I mean, it's really cool. Plus, I don't know if you, uh, I know I'm a, I'm a uh, European soccer football fan. And champ, the Champions League final had, had a crowd in Portugal. And I would say, it, so I watched that on Saturday and then on Sunday, back to live crowds, both situations and both had F-bomb chants at one point during the show. So <laughs> good good, 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 to, good, to see where, you know, people are, are you know, back to entertaining themselves with uh, some, some profanity laced chanting. i'll
0: I'll do this before we go all in here on uh on this double or nothing review because something did happen on friday no 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 no, No no pun intended none um so there's been the word of wwe and new japan having a deal i can't remember if we talked about this on monday or maybe if it was brought up during our uh review show that we talked about, or, or uh, sorry, prediction show, um, or just making fun of it on Thursday.
1: Might have been all three. Um,
0: yeah. But Tony Khan put out a promo talking about how essentially that's uh, real cute of WWE yeah. to try and work with New Japan. Real cute. Uh, and specifically to Nick Khan, there is only one Khan in the wrestling business and you're looking at him.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I want to go through the timeline here because there is because there is a lot that transpired between then and the end of Double or Nothing to now, Um,
0: like just now.
2: Yeah, yeah, to now. Um, You know, I think I think the most obvious one um, to you know differing opinions. um, WWE posted a clip of Nia Jax's debut match on Raw. Um, to where, uh, to where she squashes a local competitor. Well, that local competitor just happened to be Dr. Britt Baker DMD, and the heavy rumor going into the weekend was that she was going to be unseating Sheeta to be the new women to be the new women's champion. So, some people didn't think this was a jab at AEW. I think it was full retaliation honestly, I think this was you. I don't you know put
3: retaliation are... is the right word. It was definitely a shot across the bow or just like, Hey, you mm-hmm. know, it definitely, I, 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 when you looked at, it, and there's a couple articles online today about it, um, that, you know, that they were just taking a shot. It was, um, you know, th- th- there, there were a couple of things, um, for like uh, Asian, it was Asian American Pacific Islander month or whatever, and that, you yeah. know, they, we're throwing that out there too. But you know, come on. I mean, they have tons of pictures of Nia Jax, but I don't think that was a coincidence. Um, as far as the New Japan stuff goes, we did we talked a little bit about it, sort of speculating. Um, from what I've read, and I read some from uh from Fightful, and then also um uh, it wasn't one wrestling wrestling inc. I forget the other one. It was probably from uh, Cage Side Seats but they were just saying that most likely that involves Daniel Bryan and trying to find some way to re-sign Daniel Bryan when Daniel Bryan really really wants to go to Japan and so um that's that and you know as I remember when he when he was injured and they the, before he came back there were rumors that he had been um talking to them and that they had cleared him to go to Japan. And that's why WWE re-signed him and put him back on TV. Um just to sort of avoid that. And now I think Daniel Bryan may be pushing that pushing the issue a little more uh, since he's out of his contract. And he Different than last time, he has a ton of options. <laughs> like yeah. Daniel Bryan could go play, could go places, and would make a huge splash in places. So, um, obviously, I, I'm speculating. I don't have any sources except for what anybody else can look up on the internet. But it makes sense that that's why W. I mean, because WWE is. I mean, all, all all New Japan people need to do is go. Huh? Let's see. We sent you Shinsuke Nakamura. What did you do with him? Oh yeah no you sent you we're not gonna be doing yeah we sent you right we sent you you right we sent you prince Devitt, we sent you sent you sensei nakamura we sent you to good brothers we sent you all kinds of people and this and we see what you do with them so that that's to me it's like new japan it, it could be a business thing you know it's money talks but um i think ultimately if we get to see daniel o'brien in japan whether it's because it wwe worked out a deal or whether he just leaves wwe i don't care because i want to see that
0: agreed so moving the timeline up uh following the show um i'm I'm reading this word for word here from an interview here the manager of wrestle inc nick uh great name fantastic name not not a play off of a certain ring of honor star who I'm a big fan of. Uh, asked Tony Khan about the, uh, the shots towards Nick Khan. And Tony Khan specifically says, I talked to New Japan and I asked them if they thought it would be a good idea for a good promo and they thought it was great. I thought it would be a good promo, and so it made sense. We, we have a lot of stuff going with New Japan, and everyone's welcome to talk to each other in the wrestling business. But We've done some great stuff in New Japan over these last few weeks, and I think we're going to do some great stums, uh, Sorry, great things moving forward, and I'm excited. And I'm excited. It's, I think it might be a little misprint there, but he got the okay from New Japan to cut that promo. We were here uh, speculating, like, is this a work, or is this maybe Tony Khan shooting from the hip a little bit? Um. And I'm I'm yeah. kind of happy to see that it's actually worked because I I I, well, I was well, not a well, fan of this when this happened on
3: uh, on Friday. Well, well, well. New Japan even sent out a tweet on their their site that said, "Apparently, we've been negotiating with the wrong con. <laughs> That's what it said. So it's like they were in on the joke too. So, yeah, it was. I like it though. Uh, this is the same stuff. This is this is you know the late '90s. This is what it was. It was no, you know it was sad. in the territory days. You didn't see. It. Well, you didn't see it you didn't see it as much in the territory days everybody pretended other places didn't exist right it's what i mean they would talk about well this guy was a champion in an other organization i would say something like that mm-hmm. but it was always like so we like especially WW, wwf pretended everyone debuted right they were this was their debut if you remember the um what was that in the royal rumble when carlos cologne came on there mm-hmm. and they're like this young up-and-coming guy carlos was like dude carlos cologne was like 55 when he was in that match you know his kid was in that but uh, so but uh anyway uh, they did but well, where this is it's like when we had the the monday night wars whether it's ECW, ECW would, I mean, obviously you saw guys, you know, Stone Cold Steve, Steve, Steve Austin cuts a promo on WCW on ECW TV. And Rob Van Dam's whole shtick was that he was working for WWF. You know, it was like a whole, we had that competition back and forth. And and I'm glad we have it again, because I think for me, the darkest day in pro wrestling is when Shane McMahon walked out on, on, on Nitro, because it was like, it's over. We lost and now we're going to get whatever Vince decides to spoon feed us, John Cena. Anyway, but, um, I, so I, th- I like it because it's back to that. It's like, no, 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 this is actual competition and it's real competition. It's not like, you know, we can say, well, ring of honor is better than WWE. Like, yeah, well it is, and that's, that's not a lie, but WWE is, it's, it's a thousand times a uh, 10,000 times bigger and more influential. Um, where now it's like uh, there there is a legit, and it's not just AEW. <laughs> it's not just AEW, it's also impact and AEW and New Japan and re- all these g- people working together, it's like it's it's almost like a golden age. And I'm I'm digging it 100 percent
2: Yeah, and I think the big concern when this first came out was, oh my God, we're gonna have to see, you know, like. Tomohiro Ishii like pretending to be afraid of the fiend, you know, like you know, nonsense like yeah. that. And you know, Go Kata being on Ms. TV, you know,
0: losing to Otis.
2: <laughs> yeah, losing to Otis in is under that. three minutes. Yeah, never having another match yeah. over 10 to 12 minutes. You know, and you know, I'm glad, you know, like everyone has said like that, like, you know, everybody's in on it. You know, maybe maybe they did inquire. You know, maybe maybe he did inquire yeah. about a, some sort of talent exchange, but if you are new Japan right now, okay. First of all, with everything that's going o- everything that's going on in Japan, and the fact that they had to move Dominion up like a whole day or two just to have just 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 to have an event like that should tell you something. That should tell you something. Okay, if they're already in America, that's exactly who we're going to get for right now until things calm down a little bit state of emergency is lifted if they're new japan strong or if they're already in the states that's who we're getting and guys like leo rush okay who is on new japan strong um you think he wants to work for wwe no no he's not coming back to hey, wwe google's trying to google leo leo rush right? big brother over I, wonder, here. <laughs> I wonder why um but no good on good on tony khan for taking the shot he did regardless of whether it was a work or a shoot at the time because i loved it i loved every minute of it and Mm -hmm. i'm glad we are back into this where you know wwe is right now you know they were trying to step on toes you know and you know wwe just needs to stay in their lane okay Mm -hmm. stay in the fast lane um (laughs)
1: Oh God. Because, we're 16, no, because ready. we're sixteen. Go,
0: go, go. Oh, we're We're sixteen,
2: 16 minutes into Raw and now and not one hand has been on another person. Like no contact has been made. And it's sad. So oh, stay in your lane, crazy. WWE. Just- stay <laughs> away from New Japan. Stay away from every other promotion. Just stay in
3: your lane.
0: We're gonna get I continue
3: to be an, an an action figure infomercial, that's which is what WWE is.
0: We're gonna get to uh, one point that's already been made in our comment section here, uh, but Pat Lilly already in the comment section does have a very good point. Uh, all of these options working together and and everything forces the quality to improve or get passed by. Evolution is a
3: mystery. <laughs> yeah. That's so, well. It's yeah, true. I see he's, a line in the sand. Yeah. Well, he's right, and and I think WWE is at a crossroads right there with the, you know with going to Peacock and really the um as we're coming back out with crowds and things like that you they can't hide behind pumped and crowd crowd noise they can't hide behind uh you know the the, the thunderdome with all the tv screens and kicking people out who aren't behaving and taking you know confiscating shirts and things like that they can't get away with it in, in as much as they have been because now we're a year into this we're starting to get back to it and we saw what AEW has to offer last night which is for whatever you think about different parts of it i mean it wasn't a perfect pay-per-view but compare that to watching um wrestlemania backlash a couple weeks ago where i regretted every second of my life of watching that and i don't feel the same way from staying up until one o'clock one thirty in the morning last night love it
0: yeah i genuinely i had just a good time watching this show last night like, don't get me wrong, there were parts where I was like, ah, come on, we can do better. But I mean, for the most part, like I was I was entertained by it. Um, let's just, let's go ahead and hit it. Sound good?
1: Okay.
0: I'll save that for later. I'll save that for later for my own, Sandy. Patrick Lily, yes. Oh God, no. And it's up. and it's Right. Up, first, and it's up. So. it's the first, first and match? On, on the pre show, we saw Serena Deep face off against Riho. Um, and honestly, a really good match. This was a super enjoyable. Uh, I hate saying it. I'm sorry. Not the best women's match we're going to see tonight, but a very good one. Um, yeah. Uh, go ahead. I think this was
2: predetermined, honestly. I mean, within. <laughs> come on. Um, so. More like Riho doesn't have a standing contract with AEW, okay? They are essentially working on a handshake deal. I see her eventually going back to Japan, unfortunately. Um, I don't know where she lies in this new landscape of you know, women's wrestling. Um, as, as far as being in AEW. Um, and I think, I think her downfall is that she just can't speak English. And the crowd love, loves her, but as far as the AEW hierarchy where we kind of already have our next, you know, two to three champions kind of map, mapped out already, and it's not Rio. So, you know, do you stay, you know, and get some work on Dark and Elevation, maybe a Dynamite every now and again, or do you go back? I mean, it
0: um, – I'd like to see her stay. I think she's good mm-hmm. depth for the division. Uh, for the moment at the very least, and she is and always will be the first ever AEW Women's First World Champion. Um, And I don't know. So this is going to be, uh, I guess, ultimately where they were prior to AEW and and COVID, really. But, you know, she does promos. Her her English has improved dramatically. Um, And honestly... I have no issue with her accent, uh, personally.
3: Uh, yeah, and she's, I mean, and, and it's, social media too. And she's a social media, she's a social media presence too. She, she will put
0: it up in she English is. and then in Japanese, like right away. I, I've noticed that with her tweets. So like, I don't know if it's just, she's, she's putting the effort to pick it up. Um, and maybe Rio is not having that same kind of, of luck or, or struggling with it a bit more, which could be the case. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe she does get and improves a little bit there. Um, But I just, I would, I would like to see her there. I think there's a spot for her there.
3: I I think, I think there is too, but I I, I'm, I'm with Ryan though. I think for her um, the, the fact that she doesn't really cut promos it sort of limits what her character development. I think that's what we've seen with Sheeta is that she's more than just her in-ring work. Right. She's added to it with with the social media presence and with um, the interviews that she's done. She's done work on, you know, just other different avenues that w- where we can see her. Um, and so I, I especially when they had the tournament, you know, you Sheeta was at was out there and, and really built her, you know, kind of built her. Character into more than just the you know the the, the work rate person, which I think um, I mean fortunately, unfortunately, that's what Rio is, right? She's just work rate, hundred miles an hour, that Joshi yeah. like superstar yeah. stuff, and that showed last night. But ultimately, and you see it in NXT, you see it with there's there's not a lot you can do with it, and they end up being one is just as good as the other. If you can't develop the character, it's if it, there's no way to distinguish them. So I think she has done that. I don't think Riho Re- really has, even though as great. She is. As she is. I think the the women's division AEW has more than it did at, at, at the beginning. We've added some pieces there, so um, yeah. I think I think uh, going back to like to stardom is probably uh, probably her best bet. And Serena Deed looked great. I mean, she's yeah. I mean, um, you know, yeah. for 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 a grizzled veteran, she definitely can still go. That's for sure.
0: And and she's someone, I mean, we already kind of talked about how uh, we think the NWA Women's World title is uh, going to play out here very soon. Um, but Serena Deeb is such a great uh, signee for, for AEW, uh, especially this heel character that she's kind of pushing, this kind of like, I'm going to get it done no matter what perspective, very aggressive. Very, very nice change of pace for how she originally came on prior to her injury. Right. All right. Oh, wow. That match was 15, uh, 14 minutes long. That didn't mm-hmm. feel like 14 minutes long watching it. It felt a lot quicker than that. Um, it's actually longer than several matches that felt like it was shorter than. Uh, up next, first match of the show when we're live is Adam Page versus Brian Cage. Adam Page got the victory following Brian Cage, uh, refusing to accept the help of Team Taz. Uh, clearly, uh, Cage was not very happy at the end of that walking away. Um, but overall, I thought it was a very fun match as well. Uh, Cage this came off actually like a machine. Yeah, seriously.
2: This was uh-huh. the best match you could have let off with. There is there <laughs> is no better option on this card um, because Hangman has always been red hot with the crowd. Uh, Brian Cage has always had a following of sorts. Um, and for a bigger guy, Brian Cage can keep up, you know with you know a guy, a guy hangman's size. And the best part about this is it continues storyline. and this isn't just a one off. I don't see um, maybe not getting another cage versus page match, but maybe um, a cage versus, you know, or sorry, a page versus Hobbs. You know, maybe even a page versus Hook. I'd love to see Hook get in the ring here pretty soon. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but um, other than that, you know, this is a solid opening match. Um, uh, there's not another match that should have opened up.
0: I got one other, uh, and
3: I, I agree. This it, it was a good match um it did what it was supposed to do the, I, I liked the ending because, um, like you said it, it it didn't just continue storylines it sort of created a fork sort of where we could go with things because ultimately yeah. I, th- I think the star brian cage already was a star and already is you know he was an impact board of the Week Champion. the I mean, lucha underground obviously um it, but the next star in that group is ricky starks and so I think this could, we end up with a, we could end up with a Ricky Starks, Brian Cage thing going, going on, which is n- going to do nothing but elevate Ricky Starks.
2: See, I do, I do agree with you. I think that Hobbs brings something to the table that Ricky Starks just can't. Um, I think that Hobbs' overall intensity and just charisma, he just oozes whenever he's in the ring. Um, not to say that Ricky Starks does have just a ton. Of it going for him, because he is essentially in my eyes an a more a better bad. a better mat technician than the rock yeah but almost but almost a carbon copy um yes that was that that was one thing the rocks game was kind of you know, missing, but it didn't hinder him, but just the overall just presence that Hobbs has um. Team Tide's got a lot going for him right now, even with the potential departure of um, Brian Cage.
0: And with the loss of Cage, there's always the opportunity of adding someone else. Uh, A lot of guys on dark and elevation currently who I think could have earned a contract here coming up. We'll cover that here uh, after we have finished our review because there's some important news coming out of that as well.
2: There is one team that is – sometimes on Dark and Elevation that I think would be absolutely perfect in this role. And that, and that would be Devon's kids. Okay. okay. I agree with Devon, Devon's kids being the tag team of T te- of, of team Taz. And then you have your, you know, secondary champion and then your world champion Hobbs or Starks, wherever however you place them. Um, I think just the overall relationship already is there um they're solid in ring um i'm really hoping we see more and more of them in the future
0: i think we will those guys are definitely young up and comers they definitely have a spot i think in the future in in a company i think they're gonna be very solid, no matter where they go mm-hmm. uh, but speaking of tag teams tag titles <laughs> following the match uh we have the young bucks successfully retaining against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, and look, remember how we were all like, "I'm so curious to see how the John Moxley Wild Thing entrance is gonna go over with fans."
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. It
0: went over. It it went very over.
2: <laughs> like gangbusters. Okay.
0: Um, just awesome. Absolutely awesome. Um, this One. match. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I'm going to say I popped
3: for the – I mean, the wild thing was great, and I'm pretty sure Major League Baseball had some say in that in fact that he didn't come out in a Cleveland Indians uh, jersey for that. But Eddie Kingston with the Bad News Bears, Chico's Bail Bonds, the old school ba- Bad News Bears <laughs> jersey. Oh, man, popped for that so hard. <laughs> that was good stuff. Immediately. That was awesome.
2: Yeah, overall, this match was was pretty freaking good. Um you know very back back and forth um i liked the story that they told in this match where we know that john moxley and eddie kingston haven't been tagging for very long they have they have they have, good, they have good chemistry but you know the bucks who have been teaming for you know pretty much as long as they've been wrestling you know and that, and, and that tag team in in-ring psychology really played through in this match where mm-hmm. at multiple times throughout, throughout this match, you had you know, Moxley isolated for minutes and then you would have King isolated for minutes. And then even towards the end where, you know, they keep kicking out and fighting um, just the overall tag team awareness that the Bucks had. And I thought the storytelling was the best part of this match. Um, the worst part of this match was the officiating and um, the shoes. <laughs> the, now, I know that, you know, referees discretion. I'm the one, you know, that's me called that's me call him kind of black. Okay. But there comes a time when, you know, there's a little there. There needs to be a little restraint there. And I think that you know it—it it, kind of got ridiculous to a point towards the end of the match, um, where we're just not even going to try and count these guys. You know, we're just—we're just, we're just going to let it. We're just going to let it roll. Um, there is another tag match at the end of this where they actually follow the rules a little bit more. Um, but that was my only gripe with this match. This match was pretty freaking exciting.
0: Well, and funny enough, that actually the the refereeing in the title match was addressed on being the elite where the young bucks were shown paying off Rick Knox. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Same deal as last time. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: That, that, uh, that I thought was at least they're acknowledging it. That was the the thing for me. So
2: Rick, so Rick Knox is, is what is to the elite that Nick Patrick was to the NWO.
0: Well, yeah, I remember, too, when they when they signed him, he was, I think, the first referee signed. They did yeah. a whole contract thing for him. I remember, mm-hmm. we want you as our ref for every match. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, it, all of that screams con- continuity for me, you know? They literally told us from the beginning.
3: Yeah. I, I think so, too. And, you know, I will say this, though. And as much as we bag on the Young Bucks and, and we, I even brought that out the PWG style, you know, that we, gosh, which is, you know, the spot fest stuff where you see guys waiting to catch people and stuff like that. You see so much. Anyway, and we, and as much crap as we give them, they are just flawless together, man. It is, they are, they work so good in tandem stuff. Like it is, I mean, it really does put me in the mind of like, you know, uh, of the Midnight Express and Rock and Roll Express and where they, just the, just how they move together so well. And they would hit those those combo moves together and, and, and it, not like, and it's like talking without talking, just that communication. They're on the same page, absolutely. So, I mean, you can hate on the Young Bucks all you want, but you, you cannot hate on the quality of what they do.
2: They have and always will be a top five tag team in the world regardless. Um, as long as they are even close to the level that they are performing at right now,
0: no, no doubt um, I will say I do think this match went a little long for me personally, um, and that's kind of my one gripe you know,, uh, we could have been maybe a little more concise with it. I think this is the second longest match of the night. Okay. yeah, oh sorry, sorry i'm I'm wrong actually, the third, fourth. Depending on how you count stadium stampede. Right.
1: Yeah, stadium stampede does count.
0: Um. <laughs> All right. Up after that, we have the casino battle royale for a future AEW world title shot. Uh our first five entries were Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, Powerhouse Hobbs, Dustin Rhodes, and of course. Max Caster, Dustin Rose missing his spot for the uh, for the Caster intro. Yeah, Dustin, look at me, look at me, yeah. Dustin.
1: Yeah,
0: Dustin, look at me, please, so yeah. I can continue with this. Yeah, I think you just skipped Hobbs's entrance, like portion of it. No, yeah, he's i he's was... scared. Um, next five in were. Uh, Isaiah Cassidy, Matt Hardy, Preston, uh Vance, number 10, Nick Tamarado, and Sir Pentico, who was also then immediately dropped. Um uh, next five out for the uh, Hearts, which was Brian Pillman Jr., Griff Garrison, Colt Cabana, Anthony Bowens, and Penta L Zero M. Then we had the spades, which were Jungle Boy, Mark Quinn, Aaron Solo, Evil Uno, Lee Johnson. And last and certainly not least, was the Joker. Who was the uh debuting Leo Rush for AEW? So this makes a lot of
2: sense. And I'm kind of upset none of us thought about this on the prediction show. Because we were we were looking for the bigger names, you know, the Daniel Bryans and and, and the Andrade's. Um
0: and the Zicky Mooses.
2: Dice. And then he said, Zicky Dice. Who... I, was,
0: I was on the same tier, I think.
2: Uh, a tier below Leo Rush, but I think hey, that's for hey, another day.
0: Hey.
2: I respect the a a good name Dice, out of but... friend of
0: the show, Zicky Dice.
2: Yeah, Leo Rush is a little bit more accomplished, though. That's, uh, uh, that's the only one why... at the moment. Anyway, so Leo Rush, as we all know, just lost to Byron Reed. So he is no longer a champion in MLW. Um, WWE, uh, there has been a report that has come out in the last two weeks or so, uh, that WWE and MOW may be on the verge of a working relationship. Um, so I don't know if Leo rush dropping the title had anything to do with that, but I know that that kind of, I really think that opened up the door for him showing up here because I, I know that even, and it came out today that he is fully contracted by New Japan Pro Wrestling and that he appeared on the show as a guest of New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's a, it's so,
0: a handshake deal. Yeah. Uh, he's more than welcome to show up on AEW as long as he's signed with New Japan, as long as New Japan's okay with it. So,
2: and I feel like that's all of the New Japan guys that have shown up so far. I feel like that's that, that's kind of in the deal and I love it if that's how we're going to roll with this. Um, But it almost makes me think like, you know, did the MLWWE thing kind of, you know, what was, was, was there something involving Leo Rush there maybe? Or, but I think that's why Leo
0: Rush got out.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's very possible. Um, But I think, I think, I think, I think New Japan and New Japan Strong is a perfect place for him. And I think that just their relationship with AEW makes this a much more bigger deal than I think is on the surface at the moment.
0: I agree. I think there's a lot to come of that. Um, let's talk about eventual winner here because I think a lot of us said we think the the very typical and plain answer is Christian Cage here. Um, but then while we were watching it, I think slowly we were we were coming around to it. And the crowd came around to it. Our final mm. two were Christian Cage and Jungle Boy, and the crowd was so behind Jungle Boy they started booing Christian Cage every time he almost won.
2: That would mm. that was where he lost his edge.
0: Ah, <coughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was in 2011. Um, typically, typically when Christian loses his edge is when he wins world titles. <laughs>
3: Oh no! I, I thought it was when he got but, kicked in the head by Randy Orton. But,
0: you know. Yeah, that's also true. Everyone who Randy Orton takes out ends up in AEW. Yeah. Everyone who Randy Orton takes out ends up in AEW. Think about it. <sighs> you yeah. Christian. There's one more name who gets mentioned a little bit later. We're gonna wait. Okay.
3: Um, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. Not yeah. not, but not that's, Mark. But that's not, not, not the name. Not, Re- not Ric Flair.
0: Uh, potentially, no, Brody Lee. Brody Lee, potentially, I can't remember the last thing he had, but yeah, but I need
2: Randy Orton now. I need Randy Orton now to go find Ricochet, Cedric Alexander. Uh,
0: no <laughs> one Cole. can find Ricochet, he's so lost in the undercar. Can we mute in the background? Yeah, is it? Voice of God, would it be possible to uh,
1: mute, buddy? But
2: we, we, I apologize. We're having a little bit of technical problems uh, at here. the moment.
0: Um, I don't think it's coming out to anyone, but I think it's just, I think we're the only ones who hear it.
1: Okay. That's
0: typical. Uh, that happens.
1: So.
3: Well, well, let me just say, if I could go back, the Leo rush. Um, yeah, that went really fast. Uh, it, was, it was cool when he came in. He did some stuff and then he was gone. I uh, think. I think I think they could have made some more more of that, but I don't know. So,
1: um, so it yeah. is confirmed in the comments that they don't hear it, so it's just really annoying to us as well. Um. Uh. Oh. Sorry.
3: Sorry,
0: y'all. There we go. Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) Appreciate you, man. Uh, So, uh, but we got down to Christian Cage, Matt Hardy and Jungle Boy. Uh, Matt Hardy tries to make a deal with Christian Cage on eliminating Jungle Boy with each other. Uh, Cage immediately tosses out Hardy. Uh, we have a really great back and forth with him and Cage, uh, yeah. and, and and Jungle Boy wins. Yeah, uh, kind of a surprise, but uh, honestly, great decision.
3: Uh, you know, yet yeah, today I don't know if you guys watch if you watch BTE yet. Um yes, Today's when 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 Matt Hardy's going off and he goes, "Wasn't for me and my brother getting you over? You'd be nobody." It <laughs> was so hilarious, man. <laughs> but yeah, that was, it was a cool moment. Like, so, I mean, I love, the, there was a ton of callbacks in this, in this pay-per-view, um, ton of them in the Young Bucks match, including, uh, you know, Nick Jackson pulling off the macho man, Randy Savage uh, alike. There's also a shield. Yeah, there was a ton of them. But uh, anyway, but the, but that was like, like, yeah, we, you know how it's, it's great because it's like, we, we, we understand that there's history. There's a reason that these guys have, you know, they've done things together, you know, and we're not going to pretend it didn't happen. So that was that was cool. But I think we all, I, I don't know. I mean, I felt like Jungle Boy was, that was, I was excited that he won, you know? It was the right
0: choice, honestly. The mm-hmm. crowd was so behind it. He's going to have a title match now in two weeks against Kenny Omega. Uh, if if he-, he retains his title.
1: I think you were going to say that. And I just
3: yeah well that was a great article today um on, on cage side seats i was like and it just basically says from gino morosco then it says just put the damn title on jungle boy already <laughs> Which is really wow. awesome <laughs> like yeah okay
1: <laughs> i don't think they're gonna do it but
2: <laughs> i think i broke Matt. i'm sorry matt
0: no sorry i i got something else is happening currently in my life that has my attention very intrigued uh and uh getting getting updates on that has me all kinds of uh, so
2: is it the first half hour of raw where there's only been a one minute challenge
0: which is already um, over no it's it's the end of the dead period for college football and schools doing incredible things and getting notifications popping up that are uh, getting back uh, to normal trying to distract me i know right like man god this weekend has felt like things are so normal for all of it and i i'm yeah. trying to like not kind of relax because that that's when the COVID gets you when you least expect it um, oh my
3: god holy! doesn't shit. matter
0: that i'm vaccinated brother <laughs>
3: It's the freaking it, it's autism in the grass. Come on, guys. Let's, Look, uh, man. Let's, you enjoy, it. let's, enjoy, it. let's enjoy it.
0: coming after me. Big brother's always watching. <laughs> yeah.
3: I gotta stop that.
0: Someone's gonna think I'm actually crazy and believe that. But I, I, yeah. I yeah, but like I, I I I I
3: already think you're crazy.
0: That's fair. I don't think I couldn't be at this point for everything we do. Um <laughs> but jungle boy winning is great, great option mm-hmm. here. Yep. Um his eventual World title loss is going to be good, uh, and honestly, I really like the fact that we're continuing to push a lot of younger talent. I, I really was bought in that, like, okay, this is how we get Christian Cage there, and it makes sense to me. I think Cage is going to be the next title contender. Um, I don't know if it's going to be at All Out in Chicago or if it's going to be full gear in St. Louis or if it's just going to be an in-between pay-per-view. Which is also very possible, um, but the Jungle Boy victory went over very well with the crowd. The crowd loved it, and I think it was probably maybe the best decision they made all night.
2: Yeah, I'm really glad you said putting over young, putting over younger talent because I think that's you know kind of what we have been expecting from from AEW being. The alternative to WWE. Um,
0: and I want you to keep that in mind as, as we, come we go to this next match. match. Yeah. Cody Rhodes versus a go um, <sighs> Cody Rhodes picks up the victory. And, and uh, like uh, we said in the prediction show, Cody Rhodes is probably going to win. We should have known that the day before Memorial Day, the guy going Super America, uh, US agent there for my Marvel. Fans. Oh, yeah. It, did, it didn't have to beat the British guy who says he hates America.
2: Yeah. And it didn't help either that right before this match and good on AEW for doing this on, you know, the pay-per-view is just, you know, they had a Memorial day, you know, kind of video package, but it played right into Cody's entrance.
0: <laughs> I, I got to add this too. They also played, uh, they also put out like a, a thing where it's like help, uh, Senate pass Paws Act. This yeah. that helps disabled veterans receive service dogs. Mm-hmm. I love this stuff. This this is the reason why it's so hard to like be upset with AEW when they do something that's like diabolical. Not even diabolical. When they do something stupid on TV, I don't feel we like it's diabolical. We haven't gotten to the sting match yet. Don't worry. It doesn't feel <laughs> like blood yeah. money. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't feel like blood.
2: Agreed. Money. I very um, very much agreed.
0: Agogo yeah, looks really strong throughout the match. He does get a, a big early uh, kidney shot in. Um, he shows off a lot of fantastic in-ring work. Honestly, I was thoroughly impressed with Agogo in this match.
2: Yes, yes, that was it. That was exactly what I've what I've been saying. And AEW and Anthony Agogo delivered. Okay, it was that you know he he only had two matches coming into this. Okay, it's fine. They were they were relatively short, but I wanted him to be more than the one punch guy, you know? And you leave Saitama out of this. And I, don't I feel like get that reference. No. Um but this showed that Anthony Gogo can go go. Okay. Uh, you know, he he's not just a one punch guy. Boo. He can he can go <laughs> He can cut in, he can cut promos, he can work in the ring. Mm-hmm. And at times, he was definitely keeping up with Cody for sure.
0: Yeah, Cody does end sure. up picking up the victory with the vertebraker, <sighs> goes and celebrates in with the crowd. This is probably, I think, the yeah, well one of the more frustrating parts of the night. Um, the crowd was apparently back and forth. There was a lot of cheering for Cody, but also I was reading that there was a lot of a go-go chant. We we talked about it. there was like an oh uh oh, oh, oh. Yeah. that happened that was on a go-go chat.
2: Oh uh, okay, that makes see and that just means that the crowd is invested enough to get behind the heel working against the American the day before Memorial Day. The American I, dream.
0: I, I hate saying this, but like it, it was very easy to root for a go-go. With just how okay. Triple H's Cody has been,
2: um, yeah. Oh, don't I, I, forget and uh, Jeff Jarrett in TNA in the mid to late two yeah. thousands. Um, you know when he was, you know, well, welcoming people to my world. Um,
3: yeah. Well, I was gonna say let's let's not let's not. Uh, take anything away from Anthony Agogo though I think it had more to do I mean I mean Cody's still a huge popular guy and 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 we like it but I think Anthony Agogo was just way beyond at least what I expected because and I've seen him before I've seen the stuff he did before he's been doing some stuff on social media where I mean he's basically a heel also on twitter you know because he puts out sort of hate america stuff on twitter but but and which is t- and someone goes what's this guy's problem i was like uh it's called a heel promo that's what it's called but anyway he's what 32 yeah but he's like it's, and like, so he has he has some legit charisma the guy's got you know the, the way he talks and his, his attitude and then he looks like a million bucks i think um that a lot get- of it was just you talk about somebody that puts you in the mind of The Rock. I mean, he de- he's got that he, type of. You, know, you caught it. He did the yeah. whole like
0: flick off the crowd. Yes. Hands down, bounce yes. against the rope, and then jumping elbow drop. Like, yeah, I see it. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, so man, I, I, I'm, I was digging. Saying, it. Like, he looks like the dude. He came out. He his in ring looked great. His performance was fantastic. I want to see more of a go go. In general, I want to see more of the factory coming out on top. But I think that's where, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to to level this so we can make sure we can hit the last couple of matches here with appropriate enough time yeah. for 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Miro defeated Lance Archer to defend the uh, to successfully retain the TNT championship. Um, oh, God. Miro did have a tweet that went out that was fantastic earlier. In the yes. middle of the match, uh, Jake Roberts comes out and he's trying to uh, – trying to um, distract Miro, as well as th- trying to get uh, the, uh, the snake out. And- Well, you know, I'm, I'm surprised. I was
3: like, that, no, that never happened before. Like it never, yeah. like no one ever did before. Ever, all these it. years.
0: And he chucks it down the entrance hall, like the, the tunnel. <laughs> so yeah. he, he retains the title. And 22 hours ago, I'm the champ, bring PETA, Peter Pan, I don't give a rat's ass. Yeet that shit.
2: (laughs) Now, I will say, well, it was cool. If you go back and watch, it looks really bad.
0: Well, don't even
3: care. Yeah, yeah, I don't care either. Well, and, and I'm, just, the,
2: I'm just saying, no, it, it was it was a cool spot, but it, but if but if somebody wants to be anal about it, their mom's say, like, oh, there wasn't a real snake in that bag. Well, yeah, no crap. because yeah, you know, PETA literally. Because and it was literally 30 minutes after they just said, hey, let's get more service dogs for people. You yeah, know, right. like, <laughs> they're not gonna really do that.
3: Oh right. Well, I mean, there's a every movie has a no animals were harmed in the filming of this, you know, at the at the, at the that's in every movie, right? And mm-hmm. so um AEW it was funny because they the clip when AEW tweeted out the clip, he said, What did Miro just do? That's what it said, which is cool. I mean, and I as a spot as a Jake the Snake fan, and I've been a Jake the Snake fan for for you know since I was decade. a kid, and there's many as many times as he, and it was Jake's birthday, by the way, yesterday too. So I sent out a thing and I was like, I've been a Jake fan since he used to come to the ring wearing a Richard Petty cowboy hat, which is a long time ago. But anyway, he, that no one ever thought to do that. Like let's somebody go just, I'm gonna grab the bag and just get rid of it. Like, you know, somebody bring a garbage can or something. Like it never happened that I recall in all those years. And the mirror just sold through it down the ramp. Sorry, I popped. It was, it was a great spot. Um
0: Lance Archer ends up passing out in the game over. Very curious to see where Lance Archer goes from here. Um, he's he's got to get back to dominating. Japan. I don't think, maybe strong. Maybe New Japan's strong. But we need to see. Either him. one. Maybe. Get him in some feuds right here. He can
2: wrestling. Put him in a
0: with Matt Hardy. Think-
2: See, I think he would also be a great foil to Filthy Tom Lawler. I think that could be a one-off championship match that we could get. That would be awesome.
0: It would be. All right. AEW Women's World Championship match. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. You can call her champ. Defeats Hikaru Shida by submission.
1: I liked it. This was great.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was the right decision. It was the right time. Sheeta is doing such a fantastic job on social media right now. Mm-hmm. Um, she she put out like, I'm I'm so proud of everything we did. Um, I'm I'm proud that I was champion for so long, but I I'm upset that we finally get fans and I can finally show my appreciation that I've wanted to this entire time, and I lose. So really great character work being portrayed there um she's been like responding to like fans putting out like the thank you sheeta video that that i mean huge chant for her at the end of the match as well um of her just being emotional about it great work all around it's Britt baker's time it, it is there's no other way to put it
3: yeah agreed and and i think um the match was great i loved the um like the different times where Sheeta was fighting off the you know she knew she was going for, for the finisher and she kept fighting it off. And that, that's such good ring psychology and actually how things would work in a fight. Right. Mm-hmm. If you knew somebody that was their go-to move and you would fight it and things like that, that, and, and I love the way they both did that. And then just, she does just such a, I mean, she's such a talent and, uh, she did the whole baby face and thing through most of the match, uh, and still looked like she could pull it out. And uh, it ended the way it should have. And super, I mean, the the I really thought that the moment when when uh, when uh, Reba not Rebel um, whacked whacked accidentally hit Rick Baker with the crutch, and we were mm-hmm. gonna get, I was like, oh yeah, that would be a perfect way to keep the belt on Cheetah. <laughs> like that would be perfect. Yeah. Except it didn't uh, happen. It would would have been a good finish still. But I mean, either way, I, I enjoyed the match. I, I, I and I and I look forward to. Um, I look forward to the, to, to what, what they do with her as the champ. Right. And who she, you know, Thunder Rosa, obviously, you know, we've we got some, some beef but, um, and there's lots of people lined up. So let's, let's, let's see how Dr. Britt Baker does his champ. Love it.
0: All right. Next matchup. And Todd, I'm going to give this one to you and I'm going to give you one minute to just get it all out. Okay. Darby okay, that Allen and Sting awesome. defeat Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Take it away. So, okay, I'm not saying this
2: wasn't a good match, okay? It was serviceable. Um, I think I speak for a few people on this show that just, you know, we know that Darby's over with the crowd, but just the way that he is being booked has been very Roman Reigns and John Cena-esque where he's always – coming back. And that's his character. So it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Sting almost falling on the back of his head, trying to do a code red at 62. I don't need people to pop for that. Okay. Good on him for doing a front a front flip and not Mm -hmm. and not freaking paralyzing himself. Not to mention that six years ago, you know, we we were almost in that spot when you know his Mm -hmm career was over you know and here we are a 62 year old sting you know now you know and now they're pinning ethan page star scorpio sky Mm -hmm. face of the revolution star and i don't care if they're better off as singles guys this was a tag match this was the wrong decision because now what you're setting up for is Darby Allen and Sting moving up the tag team ranks. Because I don't know if you noticed, but last night they have Sting's record as 1-0. and Which means they counted the you know, street fight okay, yeah. as, a, as a sanctioned match. So now they are 2-0 and okay, against Team Taz, which is a credible tag team. And now Scorpio and Ethan Page, who were on who were on the rankings. So now you have sixty-two year old Sting. I need to hammer this home. He's sixty-two, and we and we just had Jungle Boy earlier in the show. We've been praising how well AEW is putting over young younger talent, and now we have sixty-two year old Sting going over two bona fide stars. I don't understand it. Somebody help me.
3: Well, I'll help you. They think this is how they turn Darby Allen into Sting. That's what they think they're doing. They are wrong. They are wrong because Sting never should have got that pin. And you're right. How many times did Darby Allen take a headshot and then basically within 20 seconds he's back, you know, hulking up. It was ridiculous. This was 2000, you know, year 2000 WCW. Guys,
0: I am 1000% with performance. I wanna emphasize that. All this being said, I I wonder if this is a situation where we are the ones that are wrong and everyone else is right because everyone, it it feels like no matter where you look, they are about this. Uh, You you can see our our colleagues, not necessarily, or I guess peers uh, on other YouTube shows, talk about how they love this and they love seeing Sting have this opportunity and they love this opportunity for Darby Allen. And you know to a degree I'm sure this might actually be something that Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky might have actually enjoyed because they both love Sting. They talked mm-hmm. about it being in the ring with him is, is a dream come true. You know, I just I don't want to see these guys losing and I'd rather see Sting in a managerial role. Yeah Main event time. Look, all right. Here's what's gonna be: Kenny Omega defeats Orange Cassidy and Pack to retain the AEW World Championship. Orange Cassidy is the most overperson in professional wrestling today.
1: You're not wrong, especially that when crowd
0: response. Yes. Oh my God! They were living and dying by him. Listen, the yes. after
2: after the ref bump, you know, I was sure. Okay, as soon as Don Callis got involved, you know, and Kenny stayed down, so that would have been a three, as far as far as storyline goes. So that would have been three. That crowd blew the roof off with booze, dropping a couple f bombs to Callis, which I thought was outstanding. Um,
3: and then in the We're very f you Callis, yes.
2: yeah, there, it was f you f you Don, right?
3: F you yeah. Don, and then. And
2: and then in the very end, just for Orange Cassidy to get caught and to just be so dejected in the ring, you could hear a pin drop in that crowd.
0: Mm-hmm. I, it, look, I, everyone, we talked about how we didn't think Orange Cassidy should have been in the World Championship match. It, it's He's done so much comedic work. This is exactly why. Kenny Omega just became your biggest heel by fucking screwing Orange Cassidy.
3: true. true. And... Yeah, excuse your language. I, and but as far as yeah, you're right. I mean that, that's 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 he's next level. He's he he killed the, the 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 big hero, which is how you get a heel over. I will say this though, Orange Cassidy was in the way of what could have been like a six tar, star match, like because because pa, uh, Pac and Kenny Omega were on the top of their game. Pac was just. He was he was there in full effect last night. And and as much as yes, I get it, and I'm I, I I know I like I mean I like the character of Orange Cassidy, but for my watching a wrestling match, I think he just kind of got in the way, but that's just my opinion.
2: So here's the thing. Now we have now we continue the storyline. Pac didn't get pinned. Okay. Yeah, right. So now Pack got hit potentially with five have...
0: different title belts. Four.
2: Yep. Now yep. we potentially have Pac versus Kenny Omega at all at all out. Because Pac yep. can now say, I didn't get pinned, you never pinned me. I still deserve my title shot. It writes itself. And the yep. fact that we could get that as the main event, there is your six-star match right there. And I think yep. that I think that in a way you're right. It, there were there were times where he looked and was like, "Wow, I I would really prefer just a singles match," but I actually preferred in this in in this case, orange orange Cassidy being in the match. There wasn't a there wasn't a way you were you weren't going to have him in the spot with with a with a live with a live crowd.
0: He brought reactions that I didn't think were were possible. If I'm being honest. Though. Um we, we're running out. Yeah. To, I have to go to our main event here. Stadium Stampede 2 inner circle versus the Pinnacle. You have an incredible entrance by the inner circle who's uh repelling down the Jaguar sign to come to the field. Love it. Um mm-hmm.
3: I read today I Chris Stampede. Jericho. Chris Jericho said, I guess um um some in an interview that they got some of the stunt coordinators from the John Wick movie to help do yeah. the entrance.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, God. We had an Urban Meyer sighting. We had a, a Charlie Strong sighting. Uh, there just so happened to be a baseball bat in the boardroom. Um, uh, look. Oh. This really is a very
3: sighting.
0: <laughs> entertaining match. It was right. very entertaining. If, you, if you're looking at it and you're having a good time, that's what it is. If you're a very serious wrestling fan, you probably hated this. Which is Jeff. fair. It's fair. You have that. You have that right. If I'm being honest with you, Jeff, there are, there are parts is. that I did not enjoy. If I'm being real, they're not. I, Urban you. Meyer showing up immediately dropped the star rating for me.
2: Well, that well, that's well, that I think is non-wrestling related. Well, yes, it, it is. <sighs> but it's it hard. is because
0: it is because we got espn notifications today about urban meyer showing up on aew yeah you know aew knows how to play pr as like it's just what it is they're smart about it they know how to do it um but uh, it was good it was fine it was fine it was serviceable they they shaped the whole thing so that the stuff that was recorded led to a finish that happened in the ring where Sammy Guevara hits a 630 cannonball onto Sean Spears to pick up the win for the inner circle. Um, And the show ends with everyone in the arena singing Judas, which is honestly, it was the only way the show could end.
3: Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I will say, and don't forget, I tried to throw it in there and then he tried to cut me off, Matt, but we had a Conan... Uh, show show up too back with DJ Arriba la Raza with uh, with proud and powerful who you know he managed when they were at Impact as LAX um, Conan's still on the uh, he, he's on the the MLW um, roster so uh, definitely mm-hmm. work there so yeah.
2: continuity though yeah Matt made this point last night too uh,
0: Conan showed up yeah. for the Inner Circles trip to Las Vegas so him showing up in support uh, of so- them. Uh, last yeah. night was fantastic. Source of continuity. Kind of Overall, it was great. Yeah. I thought this was a fantastic paper. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed watching it. Um, were there hiccups? Sure. Oh, we left out a big thing. We we have an announcement of a new announcer, a analyst, and coach for AEW, and it's the World's Strongest Man, Mark Henry, who was also oh. taken out by Randy Orton. Uh, all in show up at AEW. So, Randy Orton, Wait, we have no. a list of guys. Okay, we'll come talking to you later. Um, once again, though, taking guys like Paul White and Mark Henry, guys who do have such incredible knowledge of the business, and instead of mm-hmm. having them wrestle, putting them where I think they're going to be so effective. Mark Henry's a a great talker as well. Yes. I don't know how many interviews yes. people have listened with him because I don't think people would go to that. He had all of us in his retirement speech on the edge of our seats crying only to turn it on. It was fantastic. Let me,
1: and like their, let me know when you're well, ready well, for well. me to ruin
2: your. Well, um, well, let me know when you're like, ready for me to ruin your night.
3: Um. Well, I'm gonna minutes. throw. Okay. Well, I'm gonna throw it out and say that they're hiring wrestling people and not television writers. You know that's that's uh, that's it.
0: I think I think you can do television writers if you let them actually write for your show and not throw it away immediately. Um. So here is here is the last little bit of news for E.W. before we we close with some very very quick WWE news and then head, end the show here. Tony Khan revealed that there are big changes coming to E.W. Dark and Dark Elevation very very soon. He posted it following uh, the double or uh, during the post Double or Nothing media press conference. The duration will change and the format will change too. There's a lot of people we keep an eye on every match and every person. I don't want to tip it too soon, but I think we're going to sign more wrestlers off elevation and dark as we go. And we have great young talent here. I'm looking forward to it. We're doing more content and developing more wrestlers. We're going to keep elevation and dark. They're great platforms and elevation has a great audience. I always try to put big matches on elevation. I've been putting angles and promo out there trying to make it a great wrestling show. So don't be surprised if you see more names off of dark end up getting signed. Uh, we've seen we've seen guys all throughout pandemic get signed. Uh, Sean, I keep going back to Sean Dean. I keep going back to the captain, uh, just because I think he's incredible. Also, he looks like one of our favorite co-hosts. Uh, so, um, the acclaimed, great young talent signed to be here. Oh my God, powerhouse Hobbs. How could we even forget? Uh, yeah, that's gonna be something to keep our eyes on moving forward. With Rampage coming, AEW is about to have four shows a week. All right, very excited to see what happens this coming episode of Dynamite on Friday, cause playoffs, Friday at ten. All right, Ryan, ruin our night.
2: Um. So first off, um, Di- Dynamite barely did over five hundred thousand last Friday. Oh, I believe bro. it was. I believe it was five oh six. Yeah, I know. Um. But, you know, the fact that many of the news articles are, you know, retaining the fact that typically it's on Wednesdays at 8 and not Fridays at 10 when people have just been through a long week of work and would like to sleep.
0: They've already been through two hours of SmackDown. Who's going to go from SmackDown to AEW? I mean, a lot Listen. of us, I think, would there. Yeah. But that's four hours of wrestling. That's, that's a yeah. good fit at that point. It's longer than Raw.
2: Um, just a quick Raw update also. Reginald versus Shayna Baszler. Reginald gets the win. Uh, He does execute a a scoop slam, which um, afterwards he says, I'm sorry. But he does win. And Drew Drew McIntyre with a Brock Lesnar name drop, saying that he has slayed the beast, he will slay Kofi.
0: Um, Other than that, pretty boring. Um, Cardi B to be the host of SummerSlam.
2: So that is not officially announced, but uh, they are using her uh, most recent song "Up" as the theme song for SummerSlam, and it is heavily rumored that Cardi B has wanted to be involved for a very long time, and I believe um, that the uh, stove is hot. Strike while it's
0: hot. So oh, I'm I'm of two minds of it. All right, because she is someone who has been. Put out there that she's a wrestling fan, and you guys know I'm down if you're down with the business, mm-hmm. but I don't want to see her coming out and like trying to put down herself or Oscar. Dear God, yeah. if Oscar loses the Cardi
3: B, <laughs> all right. Uh, I, I did another thing too. I know is supposed to be in Las Vegas, that's a pretty big place. Um, and but there's been some, uh, some talk that that they may move, that the, the location may move. I know it's scheduled to be in Las Vegas and they're doing it on Saturday instead of Sunday. Yep, of that's it's one easy. more time. Um, it's going to be on Saturday instead of Sunday because of the venue had mm-hmm. had requested that. But now it looks like they may change venue, but I don't oh, know if summertime. that, that change back to Sunday or not. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm sitting so, here like, what are we talking about? What show are we talking about? Okay. I, I don't said. know.
2: I, I don't know if it really matters in the long run.
0: Yeah, I mean, I always prefer Saturdays pay-per-views. Yes. The, first one, the first one has ruined Sunday ones for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Guys, there's a lot we're going to have to go over on Thursday. Um, there's some big matches that have been announced for next-gen that we're going to maybe have to go a little more in detail with when we have more time. But for the time being, Ryan, hit him with the plug.
2: Thank you so much. This will be quick, it's the same as it has been for the last couple of weeks now. Go to NextGenTN.net. You can get your tickets. You can get event information. Six matches. Now seven matches on the card. Uh, Make sure you go to their Facebook page. Go to their Twitter page to find more information. Check out the YouTube page. The newest episode of the Ref Bump dropped today. WWE Backlash 2005, very subpar, very average. Um, Guys, keep on the lookout. Over the next 24 hours, creative control is back. Patrick Lilly's show has made its triumphant return to the YouTube stage um, where we we book how we will unveil the AEW trios titles uh, that features Matthew and myself. As we take you through the 16 team bracket to determine the new AEW Trios champions. Um, so, with that being said, if you like what you see, you like what you hear, you're wondering how you can support us because we're putting on so much great content and, and just great overall presence. Guys, kofi.com slash PWO123. It's as easy as 123. And for just the price of a cup of coffee a day, you can help us and fund us in, in in making more great, outstanding, excellent content, such as not only the one you're listening and, and watching now, but for everything coming soon.
0: We got a lot of fun stuff planned, uh, and, and it's only going to kind of grow from there, honestly. Uh, so with that, guys, that's all we have for you welcome thank you for joining us on this memorial day if you guys can't take there's only about 30 minutes left in it take the time you know be say a little something if you see any veterans from this point on man say thank you they they do incredible things so that schmucks like us can sit here and talk wrestling and bore you guys to death so uh you know happy happy memorial day to any veterans we have watching uh we we thank you for all you do And and thank you i don't have any other words so uh with that guys we must bid you adieu goodbye good night bang
1: for life for life